Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We're talking about how do we perceive the love of God? Hereby perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. Therefore, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Now, that's a key. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Does that mean that you want to be killed for the brethren? Or just sacrifice your life for the furtherance of the gospel? He that wants souls is wise. He that seeks to save his life will lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for the gospel's sake, the same shall find it. And there's the key. Those that are wise win souls. Notice there was uh, the parable of the talents. Well, one man, he gave five talents. The other man, he gave two talents. And one man, he gave one talent. Well, then, the one that had five talents, when uh, the Lord came and asked him, he received another five talents. He increased. Same way with the one that had two talents. He increased. But then there was one that had one talent, and he went and buried it in the ground. And when the Lord asked him, he said, Here, here's your one talent, and I buried it in the ground, and here, it's yours. Well, he did not increase. The Lord called him a wicked, slowful servant. Why? All he did was just hide the talent. Many people have talents, but they hide it. They think, well, I'm saved and I'm sanctified and I'm, that's all I worry about and that's all I care about. I don't really care about winning souls or furthering, furthering the kingdom of God. And that's where we get into trouble. Every individual member in the body of Christ has been dealt the measure of faith to accomplish the purpose and will of God. Now, the quest for life is to find out what that purpose and will of God for each individual member is. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because it's God that works in it's both the willing to do of his good pleasure, not of ours. That's the reason Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him first deny himself. Do not seek to do your own will. Find the will of God, the purpose of God for your life, and do it. And it is uh, essential for salvation. In the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven, Matthew 5, Matthew 6, and Matthew 7, Jesus gives us the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven, the bylaws, and what it takes to enter in, and few there be that be saved. But the church world tells us that anyone that just calls on the name of the Lord, and that's a Jesus coming to my heart, or says a sinner's prayer, is saved. And that is directly opposite of the truth. Only those that do the will of God will have entrance into the kingdom of heaven, as Jesus stated in Matthew 7. He said, not all that seem to be Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. Some will think, well, they weren't saved anyway. Oh, yes, they were. They called him Lord. They knew that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is the Father revealed, the Lord of glory. One Lord, not two, not three, not a trinity, not a binary, not a two and person and one God, but one person and one God. You believe in one God, you do well. 
Well, they knew that Jesus, the Son of God, is the Lord. And Jesus stated that, that not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. And no man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. He has to have the Holy Ghost, a revelation of God. These are born again, not only born again babies, but have grown to little children, knowing that he is the father of glory, as stated in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, and you've known the Father. They know he is the Father, the Lord of glory. That there's one body, one spirit in whom you're called, and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who's above all, Father of us all, and in us all. Ephesians 4. Well, why weren't they able to enter in? Well, they didn't do the will of God. They hid their talent. Many hide their talent and say, well, I'm not called to preach. I'm not called to literally go out and proclaim this gospel, which we all are. Each one in the body of Christ are a light. We're the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, if we hide that talent, we don't further the kingdom of God, we have no increase, then we bear no fruit. And the cares of this world and deceitfulness of riches choke the word and becomes unfruitful. Bears no fruits under perfection. So we have to be very diligently seeking the Lord and doing his will. Not just to hear the word, but to do the word. Jesus stated, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things I tell you? He expects us to bear fruit. Any tree that does not bear fruit after that third year, he says, cut it down and cast it into the dunghill. It's good for nothing. We are to bear fruit. Now, not just the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness, meekness, faith, temperance against such there is no law. Galatians 5.22, we all realize that. But we're talking about an increase in the furtherance of the kingdom of God. And we have a talent. All of us have different ministrations, but the same Spirit, but each one in the body of Christ has a responsibility, a burden to do the will of God and to further the kingdom of God. And that's where many will say, well, I just saved my own soul from this untoward generation. So I'm okay. Not realizing that we must bear fruit. The body of Christ has to come together in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God in order to do the will of God in the last days in the work of the ministry. Many understand that God will do a new thing, not revival. Prophets run around saying, revival, revival. It's not revival. It's a new thing, a thing that's never been done before, a new thing that God uh, stated in the prophets that he would do, a woman shall compass a man, stated in Jeremiah. Isaiah stated to the law, to the testimony, if any speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them, no light at all. We're the light of the world. While Jesus was in the world, he's the light of the world. Now he said, 
It's expedient I go away, for if I go not away, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, will not come. Now you are the light of the world. You're a city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. You are the salt of the earth. That is a burden upon us, not the Lord, but upon us to do the will of God and to further the kingdom of God in doing his will. So in Matthew 7, the ones that hid their talent, they knew that he is the Lord. They had that revelation that Jesus Christ is the Lord, and they say, Lord, Lord. They're born again. Not only newborn babes that desired the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby, but were little children, knowing that he is the Father of glory, the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, manifest in the days of his flesh. But they did not have entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because as the steward that took his one talent and hid it, buried it, and did not bring forth the, an increase in that kingdom, he was not allowed. Matter of fact, it said, bind that wicked servant. There'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth because he's a wicked and slothful servant. He did not do what the will of God was for his life. That's imperative that we do the will of God. Not all that say to him, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. He states that in Matthew 7. Now, they had the Holy Ghost. They were born again and had uh, gone to that revelation that Jesus is the Father of glory, the Lord, the one Lord God Almighty, the Lord Jehovah. And they begin to profess unto Jesus, Lord, we have done many wonderful works in thy name. And in thy name, we cast out devils. And in thy name, we prophesied. We have been used in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. And Jesus will profess of them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness. Not being obedient to the leading of the Holy Ghost. Iniquity is lawlessness, and because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold in the last days. So what are we to do? Those of you that know the voice of God, the voice of the Son of God, you know the voice of that Holy Ghost speaking to you. You're led and guided of that Spirit of God. You are the sons of God. We must come together. Now, we have ministers all through Africa and India. I'm putting this out before you to join me to further this kingdom and the nations. They are crying out for biblical training. We have a Jesus-only training center. They, these ministers in Africa and India, they were, they're being requested in Pakistan, Philippines, Nepal, and also in the United States. We have to have your help. How should they go except to be sent? I need your help. Our ministry team, there have been going, they're international traveling since 2012. Have over a thousand ministers that have come in to the true God and eternal life, Jesus Christ, in the Jesus-only doctrine of Christ. They're established in it, but now they want to know where do we go now? How do we further this kingdom? 
how do we do the will of God and this gospel of the kingdom being preached in all the world for witness in all nations? And that's what God is doing and preparing the body of Christ for now. He's sealing his people now that know the Lord God Almighty, not in person, but also in the work of the ministry, knowing the call, the great call of God, the great thing that God will do in the last days, not revival. This is not church as usual. God's doing a new thing, and he's calling the ecclesia, the called out ones in the church that know his voice to gather together into one mind and one accord to take this gospel of the kingdom to all the world for a witness and all nations. And of course, then the end will come. And he that overcometh the end, the same will be saved. We have to know the time and the seasons of God. That's given to us in 1 Thessalonians 5. Paul states it's superfluous that, uh, that we know. It's given to us to know the times and the seasons. Not the day and the hour, but the times and the seasons of God. And we're not in the Pentecostal season anymore. Those of you that are led of the Holy Ghost know that. We're not in a Pentecostal reign anymore. We're not Pentecostals, we're tabernacleists. We've gone into that season of tabernacles, the last day work of the ministry. It's a higher glory. It's what is revealed to the servants of God in the book of the Revelation. Just as John spoke that there was a door open to him in heaven and a voice of a trumpet talking with him, saying, come up hither and I will show you things which will come to pass hereafter. Those things are the now faith, which is the substance of things, hope are the evidence of things not seen. It is the new thing that God will do that he's never done before. It's a new thing. It's not revival as usual. We see that in Hosea 6, 1 through 4. And we are to come and return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us, he hath smitten, he will bind us up. After the second day, he will revive us. There's been many revivals. There have been many rains, moderate rains. And the latter rain we have never experienced, not once in the latter rain of the Holy Ghost. Because the latter rain will usher in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and are gathered together into him called the Harpazo, the rapture of the church. In Zechariah 10, when it says, come, and let us, that, that returning to the Lord God and asking for him of that rain, that last day harvest of souls, the gospel of the kingdom being preached in all the world for witness in all nations. Ask ye for the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord will make bright clouds and forth showers to everyone grass in the field. That's a promise of God. He will do the work, but he will be entreated for it. But it's imperative that we, the body of Christ, come together. Now, many of you, we've had thousands of downloads, thousands of downloads on this podcast. You that know the voice of God, know that there is that new thing that God is doing. I'm not talking to a general baby out there. We're speaking the wisdom to them that are perfect, that are striving, pressing toward the mark for the price, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You that know that voice of God to call, contact me, let's work together. Move, don't procrastinate. The time is now. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. If we miss that season, now, Jesus Iscariot thought he would uh, pressure and uh, make the kingdom of God being set up in the earth, forcing the Lord, uh, our Lord, 
to literally set up his kingdom now rather than that dispensation of grace. He messed God in that leading. We have to stay broken, humble, and contrite, walk softly before our Lord. And because of that, it costs him his soul. We have to understand to walk in the light as he's in the light. Not presumptuous, not presumptuous and getting ahead of the Lord, but definitely not being backslidden and not walking in the light as he's in the light. Those of you that know the voice of the Lord God know that the time is at hand and that we, the body of Christ, have to come together. Now, call me. Let's work together. Let's do the will of God. Let's don't bury our talent. Say, well, I'm saved and that's all that matters. No, we have to do the will of God. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for those that will not have access to the kingdom of heaven because they did not do the will of the Lord God Almighty. And they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's not be one of those. Let's follow on to another Lord. His going forth is prepared as a morning. He will come to us as a rain, the former and the latter rain in that first month. It's the last great rain of his strength. God's doing it now. He's sealing his people according to that apocalyptic signal of Revelation 7 to those that have an ear to hear that they will be sealed in their foreheads as servants of God. We need to hear from you. The contact information there is my email, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. You can also visit our websites, contact me. The website's dennisbeard.org, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, jcic.tv, where we have fellowship with the ministers throughout the world. It's Jesus Christ International Church.tv. That is abbreviated jcic.tv. Join me there. But the primary and the most pressing issue that is urgent, the urgency of the hour, that we must, the body of Christ, come together and work together in the furtherance of this gospel in order for us to do the will of God and the purpose of God in our lives. So therefore, contact me. Again, by email, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org or on any of our websites. Now, I know I look forward in meeting you as we work together in this great work of God in these last days. Now, we pray that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Till the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.